Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Elliot. And Cody's Cody's not here today. I said that as a I, question. I am so <laughs> sad and depressed. Oh, don't worry, and... Jeff. I wrote jokes specifically as if I was Cody for you. Okay, good. Well, then don't feel bad when I start going off because it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, the um, first time my wife listened to your podcast, I was like, oh, what are your thoughts? And she goes, is Jeff the one that yells? Like, yeah, that's Jeff. And she goes, hmm, he's loud. And yeah, that was all she said about it. overcompensates. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. So, so if you we don't are now know, on episode 11. I, all right, stop. All right. <laughs> if you don't know, Elliot is from Tessa and Elliot Argue, available wherever you listen to podcasts, yes. which is also part of the Little Gray Boy Podcasting Network. And uh, Scott, I want you to plug your ears for a second, okay? <laughs> are they are they plugged? Uh, uh, are your, no. Can you plug them now? Are you going to do spoilers? No, I want you to plug your ears. Okay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? All right, all right Elliot. Straight up, uh, your podcast with your wife is the best one on the network, and it makes us look bad. Oh, Don't man, I say I the same that. thing about you guys, so. Appreciate it. Okay, Scott, you can come back. <laughs> Scott? Okay, we lost them. Uh, All right, yeah, so this week's game that's is... That's why I oh, thought it was okay. weird that Batman wasn't in Avengers. I know, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, no spoilers! I'm not that guy. All right. So this week's game okay. was Shattered Pixel Dungeon. Am I going to do this or not? I don't know. Are you going to do that? I, I thought you had a headline for us. Okay, this week's game is Shadowed Pixel Dungeon. It's a roguelike RPG, and the website says it's developed by Evan. Yeah, it's just one just, dude, isn't it? Just Evan, and it's yeah. a variant on just Pixel Evan. Dungeon. Like Prince, uh, no That's last available name. for Android. And, Elliot, you said it was not on the iPhone? No, but it's on PC, I think, as well. Okay. I was able to play it on my um, Chromebook as well as my old Pixel phone I found. But yeah, it's not on Android or it's not on um, iOS because you have to pay money to put an app on iOS. I guess. I don't well, know how true that's that is. Typical for Apple. Yeah, I live in that ecosystem, man. I can't get out. It's your well, trap. Firmly sure in the Google you ecosystem. Buy a different phone. Oh, that's money. I thought we were not about well, spending you know. money here. Well, you know, whenever you got to do your free upgrade. Yeah. No doubt. Switch to the dark side. I was on the dark side, and I switched back. My wife made me, really. Well, you know, you it's know. typical. The things you do for love. I don't know what it is, but... Well, you know, yeah. like, my wife has an iPhone, too. Like, most people who own white iPhones seem to be, like, women. And I'm like, what yeah, is that, the deal that with that? Yeah, rose gold iPhone, man. It's, like, what they crave. I uh, <laughs> would... Although my wife does own an Android, were money uh, not a issue, she would probably have an iPhone as well. Yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about right. phones. I guess I'll start. All right. So, 
this is a roguelike game, uh, very similar to Brogue, which we played in the past. And um, this one is much more accessible than, say, Brogue or any really sort of classic roguelike. This one actually has graphics as opposed to just ASCII. It has music and sound and, um, you know, the things that make up a video game. Uh, it is, of course, free to play on your Android. And unlike a lot of cell phone games, I actually find this one to be enjoyable to control. I do, uh, too. So it is, yeah, it's really intuitive. This is a real game. I mean, like, this is a full game that happens to just be on a phone, in my opinion. I agree. Um, and, I, so, like, when you move around, you just tap where you want to go. And you can actually pinch and unpinch to zoom in and out of the map. Yeah, guess how long that took me to, to discover. About as long as it uh, took Cody to discover. Two days. Uh, only, yeah, only, I think the first day. The end of the first day, I think I had finally discovered it on accident. And I was like, a whole new world to me. Yes. And then from there, you can move around so much easier. Um, and so you go around and, uh, like, uh, on brogue you would use the eight uh keys on your number pad to control and this you would just tap where you want to go tap a character you want to attack there's also a little tab that pops out uh when there is a enemy nearby that you can hit this little tab and it'll attack it for you so you don't have to tap the actual map area because you could accidentally maybe move yourself or something like that uh then you've got your inventory yes all the time and you got your inventory where you find potions and weapons and you have four classes to choose from. Scott, stop me if you want, but I'm just going to keep going. Uh, so you've got. So far, sounds good. Yeah. Warrior, mage, rogue. Huntress. Huntress. Okay. I believe. And... Huntress, but the Huntress you can only get after you get to the 15th level, I believe. Uh, you have to kill 20 enemies with the help of thrown weapons in one run. Oh, so there's more than one way to unlock the Huntress. That's what it says. What I'm looking at it right now, and that's what it says on my phone, at least. Well, when I played it the first time around, once I got to level 15, which is the third boss, if you beat the third boss, that's when it would unlock. Okay. I did not get that far. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I just... Yeah, Scott's better than this, because even though I really like it and have played this genre a lot before, for some reason, I just, I don't know if I get cocky, uh, which is probably the case, and I start feeling strong, or I'm not paying attention to my health, and I'm just tapping away at the attack button, and then my character explodes, and you see your items fall around you. Um, yeah, it's pretty sad. So, um, what was your guys' go-to um, class? It was weird. I, was I obviously started with the warrior, but as soon as I unlocked the mage, I used the mage a lot until I read about it, and then I used the rogue a lot, and then by the end I went back to the warrior. I think the warrior is the best one. Yeah, I play warrior pretty much exclusively. I just even when I play like Diablo or any kind of game like that, I just like to be in the mix. I like to be up close and punishing people with strong punches, and. Um, yeah, so pretty much exclusively I play the um, Barbarian or the uh, Warrior. So the the Mage is my go-to. 
mainly because of what I told Cody in the last episode where you can take your walking staff and imbue it with any of the wands that you pick up. So that gives you the ability to attack the enemies at a distance. And you can also take your scrolls of upgrade and upgrade that staff and that'll actually give you more charges on the wand uh, attack, basically. basically. So, you know, most of my attacks are from a distance, so I'm not getting hit a lot. And I can afford to have, like, a lower-grade armor and everything. And actually, the two times I've beaten the game were both with Mage. Shit, you've beat the game? That's ridiculous. Yes, I've beaten it twice. Jeez. Um, I had sent... I've sent Jeff a couple screenshots of it. Yeah, a party. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a serious game. It's no oh, joke. The first I got, I got to... with the mage was like, I think I beat the goo once with the mage. I could beat the goo with anybody else, but man, that goo on that first boss with the mage was rough. Yeah, I got to the well, goo. Well, the main thing with the goo, you have to make sure you're standing in water at all times. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that because I what I did as I got to the goo, I didn't even know it was a boss. I just thought this was like a black blob that was the next sort of this weird you know, new NPC. He can't be a boss. I, well, no, because you get <laughs> deeper and deeper and new characters start popping up. So I just walk into the first room. He's there. I start punching him. And then my life is draining fast. So I flee and I run away. And then I started attacking Ooh. him again. I guess I was in water and it went a lot better. But. I just, I got, I beat him, but I, then it gave me the little congratulations, boss defeated screen. I was like, oh, I did a thing. Yeah. So here's a pro tip for the goo. You want to be able to stand in water. And if, and this is actually a pro tip for the entire game. Anytime you can get an enemy in a doorway, it lowers their ability to hit you and increases your ability to hit them. So... If you can get enemies within doorways, and then also if you're standing in water at the same time while you're fighting the goo, you're going to have a better chance of beating the goo than any other time. Also, the goo, if you stop attacking it, it will start to regain health, too. I want to run down more of just the regular gameplay elements for anyone who didn't listen to the Brogue episode, because a lot of the elements are the same. As a matter of fact, this game is heavily inspired by Brogue. So, uh, as you're running around the dungeon, you're picking up items... Uh, that are usually equipment, potions, or scrolls. Also, there's a seeds that you can pick up and make potions with, but all of the things you pick up are not identified. So the when you the use seeds them, are, aren't they? The seeds, I think, were the, the seeds only are, thing. Yes, right? yes, the seeds are. So as you pick up potions, and so let's say you pick up a potion and you drink it, it could have a positive or negative effect, and you really don't know which one it is until you drink it, unless you find a scroll of identify but you don't know what your scroll of identify is until you've used it the first time so it's a just this identify thing that's pretty much ubiquitous in traditional roguelikes uh that and this game is also a turn-based game so when you see an enemy nothing happens until you take your turn so you'll attack first and the enemy the uh, the enemy will fight back as well uh, but it's all turn-based, so you get pretty much a very similar experience to Broke. And your levels are randomly generated. Yeah, there's a couple of times I would play, and I could not find the stairs to get down. And it was because I could not find the secret room that I hadn't noticed, and it took me a while to realize that. 
um, I, I think I stumbled upon a secret room totally by accident, and that really yeah, threw and me off a couple times. And the game tries to introduce you to the search mechanic because early on, you'll spawn in a room, like you'll go down from the first floor, and then, then the second floor you'll spawn in a room with no doors, and you'll walk around wondering what you're supposed to do, but there's a little, uh, what do you call it, like a um, magnifying glass icon on the screen that you can click, and it will search the eight uh, course, the eight blocks that are directly next to your character. And so if you go, if Unless you get you're stuck, rogue. well, I don't know. No, you tell me about that then. But it, you, yeah, if you're, if you're a rogue, it's actually twice as many squares. So you have a, a 16 by 16 area that you can search. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Cause I, you, so you'll get to points where you don't know where to go. And if you double tap that search icon, it will do a, a search of the area around you. And the game tries to teach you that by sticking you in a room with no doors. So it can be a little confusing the first time you run into it. Yeah, some of us didn't realize they were teaching us. So I'm not going to name any names, but... Yeah, Cody. It's me. It's, yeah, Cody, how dare you? Yeah, I found I had a lot more success with the warrior than any other class. And I also found the first five levels harder than the second five levels, like by far. I don't know really? if it's, yeah, it just I got better. Third five levels and the fourth five levels; those are ridiculous. Well, I heard well, you probably had good equipment by then, or you had yeah, your I stuff get... properly identified. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard like in the later levels, you don't even like try to fight things; you just try to find the next stairs down. Yeah, that's similar to Brogue. The times that I've, the two times I beat it, I actually cleared every single level. I did what Cody liked to say is being a completionist, and so. Those two times that I won, I actually ended up clearing everything out, which made it a lot easier to go back to the start of the game once everything was like once I had actually gotten the uh, amulet of Yondor. But yeah, they they do the enemies get harder. Um, I know, like in the uh, third set of five levels, there's these. Um, oh, I can't even remember the name of the the enemy, but they cast a weakness spell on you. And so that decreases your stats. So if you have, like, you know, augmented strength from drinking strength potions, but then you've got, like, a high-level armor on, it decreases your stats so much that the high-level armor is actually deterring you while you're wearing it. Yeah, that sounds yeah, terrible. it's encumbering you. Yeah. Pretty Makes much. Makes me not want to get that much further. But the game is fun, like, because the controls are so... And I, I've said before on the show that I hate playing mobile games. I, with the exception of a handful of genres like Tower Defense, most phone games to me just feel shoehorned into the phone where I have to try to work my way around the screen. And it might be because I'm almost 40 and I prefer a controller in just about every situation. Yeah, but touch screen is this hard, game just right? works great. Well, yeah, and... It's just not... It's not sensitive enough You don't have times. the... Yeah, so I played platformers on the cell phone and with the, um, so there's a lot of Sega Genesis games. I'm a big Sega Genesis guy. Yeah. And there's a lot of Sega games on the phone. And when you try to use the digital buttons and controller, it's horrible. Like, cause you don't know oh, exactly yeah. where your thumbs are. Yes. And this, because yes, I actually have a same. phone that has a stylus. And so I pulled my stylus out and I could play with that. And it's really easy to control. It takes, there's not too much of a learning curve as trying to figure out how to get everything to work. The only thing that took me a second was finding out how to put stuff on my hotbar. But once I got that done, 
the only thing that was keeping me from doing well is just the difficulty level of the game. And it is, it's pretty high difficulty. The further I would get, the more excited I would be to do like a fresh run. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm not going to screw it up this time. Of course I would, but (laughs) yes. Well, because you wouldn't even get the uh, same stuff. Yeah. Yes. So like you get lucky with like a item, like a nice sword and some strength potions early that you can, go ahead and equip that sword and it's not cursed and things are going great and you can get a lot deeper, but then you get the other run where you quaff a potion that sets you on fire as opposed to healing you. So that's just the the nature of the beast. When you play roguelikes is sometimes it's not going to go well. Oftentimes it's not going to go well. So there is no option to pay for anything other than you can um, donate to the guy who produced the game. So this game is 100% free. Yes, Evan. I, it is Just 100% Evan. free. The, but my only thing is, is there are benefits to donating. It's not just a donation link. Now, the benefits don't actually affect the gameplay at all. So you can rename characters and weapons if, you, if you're if you a donator. Uh, you'll get special icons and like your UI color will change. But other than that, it's pretty much you're going to have the same core experience whether you donate or not so yes it's it's 100 percent free kind of there there if you're wanting to rename your items you'll have to do a little bit of a donation but other than that it's as free as just about anything we played yeah i think it's very high quality too i started looking up the difference between shattered pixel dungeon and regular pixel dungeon and it seems that Shattered really, um, I don't know what the right word is here, but didn't make it more it's basic, but definitely, one. no, not, it actually, like, Pixel Dungeon, like, weapons degrade over time. Um, there's yep. more randomness, I and guess, to Pixel Dungeon as well. Yeah. And Pixel Dungeon be... also only has the one class. You oh. can't do a mage or the warrior or anything. It's just a rogue. I think, yeah. I don't think that's true anymore, actually. I think, oh, did they update that? Yeah, I have it on my iPhone. Let me pull it up. I think you can play all four classes. Yeah, you can play all four classes, and they're the only one that you can't unlock is the Huntress until you get to the third boss. So I okay. think what you were saying, I you might be confusing Shattered with um, regular Pixel, maybe. Yeah, it's quite it possible, because to... I did play regular Pixel Dungeon heavily before Shattered, because uh, Jeff actually turned me on to both games. And he was like, yeah, this one's a little bit easier than regular Pixel Dungeon. You should try this one out. Well, there's even then, another one called Soft Pixel Dungeon that's even easier. That's both, It's sure, basically shattered, but even easier easier for us soft boys. So I yeah, could get I really far and soft, that. by the way. So it has to be said, <laughs> the reason Shattered Pixel Dungeon exists, and the only reason I think we play in this one is just because it's my preferred version of the game. But the reason it exists is because Pixel Dungeon is an open source game. And so the right. guy that created that game lets everybody else edit this stuff and make it up and they can post it. And like this guy, Evan, taking donations. And that's really in an industry where we talk about greed and all this other stuff. The fact that the guy that made the original game isn't too worried about making money off of the guys that take and mod his game and post it up on their own. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Special place in heaven for those kinds of people, right? Make, yes. <laughs> make, make this better than I made it. 
So let's talk about the replayability of this game. Obviously, because of the randomly generated levels, there's always a new experience each time. But there's also a set of things when you first start, um, like when you pick your character, there's a like a little chalice-looking, uh, almost like a um, prize-looking cup. If you click on that, you can actually pick different items that will make the gameplay harder. Why? Why is that in the game? <sighs> like, I want to find the guy or gal who's played this game so much that they're like, yeah, time to turn up the difficulty. I want to see that guy's uh, I YouTube tried it. channel. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah, um, it's if crazy. I remember correctly, one of the items you can do is like you don't find any of the um, the dew drops anywhere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so when so you, you got to mention what plants, the dew drops are. Yeah, the dew drops uh they heal you as you're playing, but Yeah, and, and I don't know if every a, character uh, does it, but there's a vial, like an empty vial you have and you can pick up the dew drops and store them to heal yourself later. It's always on the first later. level, yes. Right. Yeah. But yeah, there's so those there's those challenge modes that you can add to the game. And actually, give me a second, I'm going to I'm going to pull up the game and tell you all the challenges cuz there's quite a bit of them blind do it blind just make them up so there's on a diet and that is food is scarce oh man i feel like food, food is, is already, already scarce. scarce i agree oh yeah it is like that's the thing is so one of the things about and, and this is the same with broke is when you there's a hunger mechanic so as you move around every time you move one block or one step that's it takes a turn so every turn you lose a little bit of uh your hunger or satiation or whatever they want to call it and eventually there'll be a little icon that shows up in the upper left that lets you know that you're hungry and you need food and you start with some food and you'll find it in the dungeon now one of the things this game does is when if you're hurt you can actually hold down the wait button and keep holding that down and you'll start to just slowly heal over time but as you do that it eats away at your hunger so you kind of have to balance these things and the food's already scarce. I can't imagine that it'd be possible to beat it with less food. Well, so the the games that I actually won both times, I had the Horn of Plenty on my character. If you haven't picked up one of those yet, they're amazing. All you have to do is, when you get it, make sure it's not cursed, obviously. You equip it, and then you feed it your food until it gets to the plus 10, and then it will generate food for you. Oh my and you will never run out of food then. Which is nice, but if you use the on the diet uh, challenge, it actually takes the horde of plenty out of the game completely. Oh, good. Oh, good. good. I was afraid. Yeah, that's all we wouldn't. needed. So uh, then there's faith is my armor, and that one is you take on the dungeon without with nothing but some cloth to protect you, <laughs> and all other armor starting cloth is removed. Is it a loin cloth? Yeah, I guess so. But like all the other armors are out of the game. All you get is the cloth armor. They should have one where you only have one HP and every other character, every uh, enemy is invincible and there's no <laughs> stairs to go oh, further gosh. down and you just stay <laughs> in a room filled with deadly enemies until you die. Well, you know, if you step on the uh, trap that summons a bunch of enemies, that's about the, the feel of that. Oh, I had that once and I literally just like found a corner and cried. And I was like, there's no <laughs> way I'm getting out of this. It's like, oh, I'll shove them through a door and that did nothing. 
there's like a knight that you can run into. And I went up to him thinking he was an NPC and I was just going to talk to him sort of like this ghost that flies around. And I went to talk to him instead. I punched him and then he one shot me. Yeah. He's and like, it was game over. Shot. Yeah. If, if you beat those knights, though, they've got usually very powerful weapons that you can use the rest of the game. Um, oh, I've never a found lot them. of them are enchanted weapons, too. So, okay, then there's uh, Pharmacopophobia, and yeah, without healing potions, way. you'll need to rely on alternate healing sources. So potions of healing are removed from the game on that one. And there's Barren Land, which is the one that doesn't allow any of the uh, dewdrops to come around. Man. And actually plants are removed, and but seeds will still appear but not take root. Uh, and then Swarm Intelligence. That one's actually pretty fun because that makes every enemy in the game hunt the entire time. Oh. So there's no like sleeping enemies or anything like that. They're actively hunting you out th- throughout each level. Oh, my least favorite a- enemies were the stupid swarms of flies. They're not as yeah, bad and those as are like the pink jellies, jellies that we talked about in Brogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You they're, just have to make sure you get them in a hallway. Yep. Because they don't actually spawn behind you like the pink jellies did in Brogue. Oh, the jellies spawn behind you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. that would be Oh, and actually, good. sorry, the, the, the swarm intelligence challenge, actually, when you when an enemy finds you, all of the rest of the enemies know where you're at, too. <laughs> So is there a, a way to, to a activate all the challenges at once? Uh, I did activate all of them at once just to oh, test it out, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, second okay. room. Yeah. Uh, so there's only two more challenges. One's Into the Darkness, and regular visible distance is dramatically reduced. A torch appears on each floor. Light buff lasts for less time. And then Forbidden Runes is the last one, and half of the dungeon's upgrade scrolls are removed. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> this game is so hard already. No. This game is next to impossible for me. And I don't know if it's because I'm like I'm old and like I'm not made to play video games anymore or if it's just hard. Well, I think for no, these, it's, it's I actually hard. find these sort of, as I get older, these sort of turn-based games to be a little bit better for me. As Science says my reaction times are slowing, but my... Um, my cognitive thought and problem yeah. solving is improving. I'm and supposedly I'm supposed to be better healthy. at this time of game. Yeah. I guess <laughs> I'm in between that. where I'm not good at action games or games like this. I'm just sort of terrible. I'm just garbage, you know? Yeah. But again, the replayability is amazing in this game. Oh yeah. And you can have up to four games going at one time. Um, and actually, while you're playing the game, if you like, say you're just doing, you know, playing it here and there, and you got to go do something, you can actually leave the game, you know, exit out, go to your home screen. Next time you go back into the game, you can pick up exactly where you left off. Nothing has changed whatsoever, which is really nice. I don't know if Brogue had that ability, did it, Jeff? You can save um, and come back, yes. But you actually have to actively save it. Yes. Okay, so this game actually has save states for you. That way, if you leave the game, it's automatically saved. Yeah. It it really is made for mobile. To me, it's the best mobile roguelike. There's another one called Ending, which isn't free, that I really like. But this one is, is the best one because the controls are what they need to be. Like, I've played other ones, and they either... There's a roguelike called Ending that I really like, but it's super simplified. And it works really well on mobile because it's so simple. But this game has all the complexity of rogue of roguelikes, 
but it really works on mobile. It's so easy to control that it's it's perfect for what I want to do when I have a spare moment. And I can just get started, and when I'm done, I close right. my phone, and the game's there when I come back. Because there's times where I'll forget, forget I'll even have had a game going and haven't played the game in a week, and I'll come in to open it up, and I'm like, oh, I forgot about this game. My problem with roguelikes is, is if you forget what you were doing, I tend to get murdered right away. Like, if I start a yes. run, I need to yep. finish it. Because if I yep. stop midway through and come back, it's almost inevitably I die right away because I forgot. Almost every time for me, too. Yeah. All right, let's uh, take a short break real quick uh, just to play some other ads from the uh, Gray Boy Podcasting Network. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Alex Williams. And every week on My Wax Museum, I'm joined by someone else from my regular old everyday life. I get to hear these amazing experiences from people that I just know. The best part is, you know amazing people too. So listen to My Wax Museum and then spend five minutes daily listening to someone you know. You'll be amazed at the stories they have to tell. Hi, I'm Tessa. And I'm Elliot. And this is Tessa and Elliot Argue. Do you like weird headlines? Guy on Ambien accidentally proposes to girlfriend, wakes up and doesn't remember any of it. Florida gun owners plan to shoot at Hurricane Irma. Plane forced to turn back after mother forgets newborn at airport. If any of this caught your attention, you can find us at TessaElliotArgue.com. We come out every Sunday morning. Check us out. Uh, all right. Well, welcome back. I uh, hope you check out some of those podcasts. Uh, just about everybody on our network is super chill. I've really enjoyed uh, meeting just about everybody except for uh, Cody. Jake Weezy, I think is what his name was, right? Is that his name? That guy Twitter? is a douchebag. Well, that was Did a strong Did we say word, that on this? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Cody, but yeah. <laughs> he doesn't actually have a social media presence. Oh, well, then we'll just he say whatever we want, right? He doesn't get on Discord. He doesn't get on Twitter. He's not going to listen to this. I promise you. <laughs> say what you want about him. Cody's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He won't hear it. That's a true story. <laughs> he really won't. At, yeah, half the time we'll be like, hey, so did you listen to the episode? And he's like, no. No, he doesn't. And like we were joking, Jason and I, who are on my other podcast, Film Soliloquy, he was talking to, we were in voice chat somewhere else. And he goes, uh, hey, when's your new episode come out? I said, Tuesday. Oh, perfect. I'll be able to listen to that while I do this work or whatever. I was like, oh, did you already finish the first one? No. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I don't feel like I'm talking behind his back because it's out there. He can listen to it. But he won't. Yeah, we should get back to the game. Oh, actually, it was pretty funny, though. Last week, what did he say about his uh, buddy listening to the podcast and telling him about it? And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, his friends will tell him about it. That's what will happen. He'll get a phone call from someone that actually listens to the show and tell him, hey, man, they were bagging on you hard. Watch. Hey, if you're a friend of Cody's, don't tell him. I want to see how long it takes him to find out. See, my problem with ours is we record usually a, literally like eight days before we release. So we try to like bag one ahead, you know, because we're not really a time like sensitive podcast. And people will say, oh, that article was really funny that you guys brought up. And I'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. 
that was like three weeks ago. Like, I just listened. I'm like, sure. I'm so glad. They'll say, like, that joke was really funny. And I'll be like, I have no idea what you were talking about. Because I literally say the first thing that comes to my mind, and that's it. Yeah. I'm a one-trick pony. That's called improv. That's good humor. That improv. Like, because I'll listen to the show, and it's really funny. And then, like, you said one thing about having to get a Patreon so you could get some women. I don't remember exactly how it went, but it was funny. Yeah, exactly. Weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And I think you even said something to me on Twitter. And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Hey, like, thanks for listening, <laughs> man. Went, went back and listened. I was like, oh, that's what he's talking about. He's making a that's joke good. that I totally just spaced because I have the mind of a I go back and listen to all of our stuff because I think I'm hilarious. I'm my own biggest fan. So I listen to the our podcast over and over and over again. Oh, I do, too, because I oh, find I, things I, that, like, bug me. Oh, I hate it. I, I listened to I, it just so I didn't make sure or I make sure I didn't screw anything up in the editing. Yeah, that's well, me. Well, and inevitably I find that I do when I go back to the ones I've edited. Oh, like, of course, ah, right? Oops. But my attitude is on to the next one. All right. So, uh, Jeff, does, does this get your seal of approval? This absolutely does. And it's, it's perfect. It, I can't find fault with really anything because... It makes sense when you open it, you're moving around the dungeon. So, and maybe it's because I'm coming from a background of, I've played a lot of roguelikes. So I don't know how someone who's new to the genre coming to it will feel. But to me, it's like, it just makes sense. Everything is intuitive. The graphics are nice. The music is fair. You know, it's nothing special, but it's there. Most of the time I turn it down and pull up Spotify and listen to something or listen to a podcast. But like just this morning, I woke up, didn't feel like getting out of bed yet, opened my phone and did a run uh, and had a good time. Like once I started identifying stuff and really getting my build going, it's great. It's great. I definitely approve. How about you, Elliot? Does All right. Get your seal. Here's why it's not getting my seal. I have two reasons. What? Now, now hear me out. First off, it's on Android and I have an iPhone and that's hard. <laughs> all week, all week, I carried two phones with me so I could play. I'm not going to do that next week. But I will sit in bed and play it. Um, so, and I, I don't, I played it on my Chromebook and it was okay. The screen was too big though. It It is really a phone game. Um, yeah. So that's reason number one is I just, I'm on a different carrier. If it was on iPhone tomorrow, I would buy it. I'd buy it. I'd pay $10 for this game. I, this is a solid game. All the things you said I, I liked. Number two, I think it is a little, a little too hard. Like one or two notches above just too hard. I don't need it to be like easy as Jeff on prom night, but I need it to be a little. Uh, <laughs> excuse me? I've never been to prom because girls didn't talk to me. Um, I don't know if I could ever beat this game. That's, I think, my other problem is I don't know if I could ever beat this game. I I got past. I never got to level the 15th, uh, the third boss. I got close a couple of times, but that's maybe. And I guess I only played for a week, so I guess I maybe could, but I don't think I could beat this game because I don't think I'm smart enough for it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, this game is so much more complex than... 
what it looks like or what it leads you to believe it is, which is what I love about it. And I like all those things. I just, yeah, it's just a little, just a little too hard. It's just a little easier. And I would love it instead of just liking it a lot. All right. Well, so this game definitely gets my seal of approval, obviously, because I beat it twice. Yeah. Sorry, Elliot. He says, I would also like the screenshots that showed that he beat it twice. Okay. I'll see if I can find them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I deleted them yet. Hopefully not. Oh, man. I would frame those things. I can I can verify he did, and I'm not one to lie on Scott's behalf. Yeah, that's a, an achievement, um, but yeah, man. It definitely gets my seal of approval. Uh, I love playing this game. It's it's just one of those games that I will pick up every once in a while and start playing it, and then when I'm done, like, with on my break or whatever, okay, you know, can't play it anymore. I'll come back to it afterward. Uh, and I run I, – I would say I probably run at least – maybe like 20 25 runs a month on this game just to you know just because i pick it up and play that often so yes it gets my seal of approval um completely free to play if you own an android sorry iphone users but you know download it play it it's a great time waster if nothing else this is the first time i was sad i didn't have the phone that can play this game there's plenty of good roguelikes on iOS, though. You guys have Brogue. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. have Brogue. Yeah, and Pixel Dungeon itself is way harder than this. Pixel Dungeon. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Insane. But you know what? You know what Pixel Dungeon has that this game doesn't that I really wish this game had? Heart. So in Pixel Dungeon, <laughs> there is an altar in the game on some of the floors. And if you lead monsters to that altar and kill them on the altar, after so many of them, it will drop a scroll of, I believe it's called, um, oh shoot, I don't remember the name of the scroll, but the scroll, when you read it, kills everything on the level that you're at. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They should have a mode, one of the challenge modes should be, you get one of those scrolls every floor. Yeah, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or actually, it kill, kills everything in the room that you can see. Sorry. That's less good. Yeah. So, um, this game is approved. And if you guys are playing this game, if you're listening and playing this game, there is a uh, Easter egg on the first boss level. If anybody finds it, I want you to take a screenshot and uh, submit it on our Twitter page. I'm not going to say what it is. You have to find it first but it's only on the first boss level after you kill the boss interesting now i'm really curious uh, I'll, uh here's a little hint it has to do with a rat hmm. and that's all you get from me it looks like uh jeff has muted himself somehow magically in our discord i'm trying oh yeah he said he thinks he lost okay us. i'm back hold oh, on I'm we'll back. uh oh, i'm back i oh, think he muted himself me? again though how is this possible? Yeah, you're muted. Why buddy. is this happening? Oh, bye, Jeff. <laughs> I'll edit all bye, this Hi, Jeff. Out. Oh, some of my best stuff. There you go. And you hear me. There we go. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. I'm very good at computers and things like that. I'm quite good. All right. So uh, I'm going to delete all that stuff that uh, where you were going. Leave it in. What? 
Leave it at yeah, okay. That's good content. <laughs> we don't know what you're saying though. It might be. It doesn't content. matter. You could have been screaming the entire time. You have it on my Mad side. Libs version where you get to add what you think he said. Yeah, you just give me an adjective. Oh, yeah. Tweet us at what Diarrhea. you think Jeff said That's a noun. for the Easter egg at. Yeah, tweet in <laughs> at Butt Biscuits where no one will see it. That's it. <laughs> I got much. nothing to offer. All right, so next week we will be playing Paladins. Oh, Please be. oh Lord. That you have to give this one a fair shake, Jeff. Lord. It's decent. None I think of it's this, decent. It's going to cut into my None Overwatch. None of this crap time. that you did. You know what I think about Paladins? I described it to my friend, Jason, over at Film Soliloquy, the other podcast that you can find wherever <laughs> you plug. listen. I said, you know what Paladins is? It's like Overwatch, but if it were made by Walmart. What? Ooh, that's that's kind of fair. Tune in next week. That, that's a little that's a little harsh. Yeah, maybe Target. Hey, Target makes fine fine items. Well, y- you realize, Jeff, that Paladins was actually in production before Overwatch even hit the the scene. You, know, I want to talk about something for a sec. At Target, their laxatives work better than the laxatives at Walmart. Because I'll take a laxative at Walmart, I'll have diarrhea for a day. The ones at Target, that's like a week and a half. I can't even leave the house. <laughs> I was afraid well, we were going to have any that poop humor. I I live for poop humor. I'm going to download Paladins. I'm going to give it a fair shot because you'll make me do it. Because it is a genre I like. The problem with that other game was is a genre I do not like. It's like trying to make me play a 4X game. It's not going to happen. True. That's understandable. All right. Well, we want to thank you for joining us. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave a uh, five-star review. Um, Also, you can follow us on Twitter, at Budget Arcade. From there, you can join our Discord. Also, our Discord server is in the show notes. You can join from there as well. You can send any hate mail to budget.arcade at gmail.com. Music is provided by Stimage. What's that? I said we've yet to get any hate mail. Yeah, I know. I I, I mean, there's people listening. We're yeah. over uh, 1.5K. You're not legit. They must be hate really mail. enjoying it. Yeah. Say what you said about music yeah, again. No. Uh, music is by Stimage, and you can download his music at metroidmetal.com. And this has been a Little Gray Boy podcasting production. Network also, production, where... te- uh, Elliot. Yes. Tell us about where people can find you, your podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's All Tessa, the Tessa and Elliot Argue, and I spell my name E-L-L-I-O-T, which is a thing that everyone tells me I spell it wrong, but I think you spell it wrong. Fight me. Uh, I we also have, have a, a website, com. so we blog there about just shows or games or books that we're reading and watching, too, so... And they never put any pictures of the the uh, articles that they review. That's right. That's never. right. It's for the Patreon listeners. Ooh, you gotta subscribe yeah, to sure that Patreon. Is. What book are you reading right now? What Patreon? Uh, Good Omens is the book I'm reading right now. Have you read it before? No, I'm very slow at, at it too. I've had some long work weeks, so I've, I'm not very far in. I'm only about a third of the way in. Well, next but it's time really good without, so far. Uh, a book come to me i i I read lots of science fiction and fantasy so i have gonna be a 
it's going to be an Amazon show with uh, David Tennant, and that's why I'm reading the book because I want to watch the show with David Tennant. Ah, okay. Because I don't like Doctor Who, but I like him. He is the best modern Doctor. We okay, everyone. Welcome to the Doctor Who podcast. Oh, ew. <laughs> we're going to talk about out. the Christopher Cleston run. I said his name correctly. I bet. Take us home, Scott. That's okay. I'm, I'm not really a Doctor Who fan either. I'm an I, Amy I've, Pond I've listened, fan. I've watched. I mean, I've watched a couple episodes. My Clara wife can't better. stand the uh, British accents, so mm. like, I can't. The British watch accent it when she's is in the beautiful. Room. I agree, but she if just, I like, get an audiobook and the narrator is British, it. instant five stars for me. <laughs> Everybody poops five stars British accent. That is five stars beforehand. Quality content. That's my favorite topic. <laughs> it is. What if it's a crap book and they read it in a British accent, Jeff? I will probably finish at least listening to it. Okay. Well, we will see you next week, or here you'll hear us next week. Until then, game on. Mm-hmm.